time for the fastest hour of radio, Southern Race Week, with your host, William Barber. Hello and welcome to this podcast edition of Southern Race Week Radio for you here on your favorite podcast location, whether it's iHeartRadio, iTunes, Spotify, or SoundCloud. We greatly appreciate taking the time to tune in, download, or even subscribe to the Southern Race Week Radio podcast my name is alfie and we appreciate you as i mentioned uh taking the time to tune in and listen to this brand new week's edition of the southern race week radio podcast as we are here it is race week it is hard to believe that nascar truck series xfinity series and cup series racing will once again be at atlanta motor speedway for the and better health 400 race weekend very excited very pumped tickets are going quickly as uh as you can imagine with the racing as it was last year i'm sure there's going to be a higher demand for uh, tickets for this year's annual and better health 400 nascar race weekend and they are still available everybody as well as some camp uh, campground sites are available as well so if you want to purchase tickets get information uh questions need to be answered Head on over to AtlantaMotorSpeedway.com. That is AtlantaMotorSpeedway.com. And get your tickets, information, and all the different uh, prize packages, programs they have. Uh, They always love to say it. They have a ticket package for every imaginable need, whether it's family, hanging out with the friends, whatever it is, they'll have it for you at uh, Atlanta Motor Speedway. So as I mentioned very excited about it. We got the doubleheader weekend on Saturday with Trucks and Xfinity, and then the Cup Series race on Sunday. You can watch it on Fox Television, and then also the Performance Racing Network, along with Sirius XM, will have all the radio coverage for you. And also, we still have tickets we're giving away for race weekend, so head on over to our Facebook page at uh, facebook.com slash southernraceweek, and like our page, and you can still sign up to get tickets for race weekend on Saturday and Sunday, or follow us on Twitter at SRW Radio. And also, we have an email address which is available uh, available to you 24 hours a day, seven days a week. If you'd like to drop us a note and let us know what you think about the program, or maybe you're an up and coming driver who would love to get a little bit of exposure and come on the program to talk about your racing career, you can always reach out to us at SRW Radio at yahoo.com. That is SRW Radio at Yahoo.com. And we have another star-studded edition of Southern Race Week Radio. In fact, it's a special AMS podcast edition of Southern Race Week Radio. So we get set for race weekend at AMS starting on Friday evening. And we're going to be speaking here for the Executive Vice President and General Manager of Atlanta Motor Speedway, Brandon Hutchinson. And so preview what's going to be going on race weekend at AMS, also doing the pit reporting for the Performance Racing Network during coverage of NASCAR racing at AMS. Mr. Doug Turnbull will join us. And then also the director of the Legends and Bandolero Racing Program at Atlanta Motor Speedway, Ken Reagan, will join us as well. So another star-studded edition on the special Atlanta Motor Speedway edition of the Southern Race Week Radio podcast. And before we get to those great interviews... As we do every single week here on the podcast, love to give you a racing recap of everything that happened in the racing world 
over the weekend. And we take a look at all the action from the NASCAR Xfinity Series and Cup Series as they were wrapping up the West Coast Swing last weekend at Phoenix Raceway. As we take a look at the action that happened in the Xfinity Series as Sammy Smith won the Xfinity Series race at Phoenix Raceway last Saturday. The first victory for the 18-year-old high school student who is taking classes online so he can be a full-time driver. Making his 13th start in the past two years for Joe Gibbs Racing, Smith led the final 52 laps and held off Cup Series star Kyle Busch on two restarts to take the checkered flag for the first time in a NASCAR National Series event. Ryan Truex Jr. finished second, followed by Sheldon Creed, Raleigh Herbst, and Chandler Smith. Bush was second following a final restart with 15 laps to go, but he made contact with Chandler Smith on the final lap and ended up ninth. Sammy Smith put JGR in victory lane in Phoenix for the 16th time in the second tier series and for the sixth consecutive year with six different drivers. Smith also became the youngest Xfinity Series winner at Phoenix. He did so with seemingly relative ease, leading 92 of 200 laps in the United Rentals 200 and not facing any significant challenges down the stretch. Over to the Cup Series, William Byron took advantage of a late restart to earn a Cup Series victory just like he did last weekend. Kyle Larson was the victim of Byron's late restart prowess just like last weekend as well. It was a strange bit of deja vu at Phoenix Raceway as Byron won his second straight cup race by beating out his Hendrick Motorsports teammate in overtime last Sunday. His number 24 Chevrolet got a great start in overtime with two laps left, and just like he did a week earlier at Las Vegas, he overtook Larson for the win. He also had to hold off Ryan Blaney, who finished second in his Penske Ford, while Tyler Reddick was third in the number 45 Toyota for 23-11 racing. Byron's victory also denied Kevin Harvick his 10th win at Phoenix. Harvick's Stuart Haas, number four, Ford passed Larson for the lead with 44 laps remaining, taking advantage of the long run under green flag conditions that favored his car all afternoon. But a yellow flag with 10 laps remaining dashed Harvick's hopes. As we mentioned, William Byron was your winner of the race. Ryan Blaney in the winner-up position. Tyler Reddick in third. Kyle Larson fourth. And Kevin Harvick rounding out the top five. Take a look at the current standings right now in the NASCAR Cup Series. William Byron is your number one ranked driver with two wins on the season. Kyle Busch and Ricky Stenhouse Jr. are ranked two and third in the standings, both with one wins on the season. And positions four through 16 are into the playoffs right now. Vio points. That's Alex Bowman in fourth. Kevin Harvick fifth. Ross Chastain sixth. Kyle Larson seventh. Christopher Bell eighth. Denny Hamlin in ninth. Ryan Blaney tenth. Martin Truex Jr. eleventh. Daniel Suarez in twelfth. Joey Logano thirteenth. Brad Keselowski is fourteenth. Chris Buescher fifteenth. And Bubba Wallace rounding out the top sixteen. Over to the NHRA action from last weekend. Tony Stewart ended up in the NHRA winner's circle to start 2023. As a team owner, Stewart red-lighted in the second round of eliminations in the top alcohol class Saturday, but the three-time NASCAR champion finished drag racing season opener with Max Hagen, one of his drivers, at Tony Stewart Racing winning the Funny Car Finale at the Gator Nationals last Sunday. Hagen covered the 1,000-foot strip in 3.926 seconds, just enough to drive around J.R. Todd and leave Stewart hugging and high-fiving his team at Gainesville Raceway. 
Stewart is beginning his second season as an HRA team owner. The 1997 IndyCar champion added to his story racing resume by getting behind the wheel for a full season, driving for McFlukes Racing in a lower division. And if you want to look at the other winners of Wally's from this past weekend, just head over to NHRA.com slash results. And the only racing action coming up this weekend is in NASCAR. As we mentioned, the Cubs Series returning to the Atlanta Motor Speedway for the running of the Am Better Health 400. That'll be on Sunday, March 19th. The green flag will drop a little bit after 3 p.m. Eastern time. You can catch the race on Fox, the Performance Racing Network, along with the Sirius XM NASCAR Channel 90. And that is your racing recap for this week here on the Southern Race Week Radio Podcast. Hey, everybody. This is Roger Cruz, and you're listening to Southern Race Week. All right. Welcome back to our special Atlanta Motor Speedway edition of Southern Race Week Radio for you here along the far-flung Southern Race Week Radio Network at Southie as we continue on with this brand-new week's edition of Southern Race Week Radio along with the Southern Race Week Radio Podcast. And as we've been telling you throughout the program here, this is a special Atlanta Motor Speedway edition of Southern Race Week Radio as we get set to welcome in NASCAR Nation March 17th through the 19th for the Am Better Health 400 race weekend. It is hard to believe that we're just a, a few weeks away from NASCAR returning to AMS after coming off two great races in uh, 2022. And uh, glad and honored to have our next guest here via the Food Depot hotline, the executive vice president and general manager of Atlanta Motor Speedway. Ladies and gentlemen, let's welcome in Mr. Brandon Hutchinson. Mr. Hutchinson. Once again, thank you so great much for taking Great job, <laughs> Alfie. That's a great job, man. Let's step on each other all over the place here, man. I'm so excited when you call my name like that. I just can't wait for you to finish. Hey, you know what? When we have a big deal guest on, Mr. Hutchinson, we always got to give him a big deal introduction, and you are a great friend of the show, sir. You've been on numerous times, and we always appreciate it because I know right now it's a busy time for you guys as you get set to welcome in, as I mentioned, NASCAR Nation to a AMS for the Am Better Health 400 race a weekend so how are you and the staff preparing and getting ready well alfie alfie thank you so much for having me you know uh, we, we talk so much because southern race week people are just my people mm-hmm. um so i'm always happy to talk to you guys y'all are a little a little bit like home for me but oh. but no hey you said a few weeks away yeah it's like next week right we're eight days away. wow <laughs> we're eight days away from welcoming fans into the infield here at atlanta motor speedway for the am better health 400 weekend I'll tell you, not only do we have 858 miles of racing on tap next weekend, but we've got a ton of entertainment for the fans. Those that choose to come to Atlanta Motor Speedway are not going to be disappointed. And you've always said, Brandon, and one of the things I really enjoy you saying is that you wanted to bring the party back to Atlanta Motor Speedway with the peach pit that's going to be going on in the infield on Saturday night, big fireworks show, doubleheader on Saturday, the cup race on Sunday, how important, as you mentioned, you wanted to bring the party back. Well, I'll tell you, I can't use this terminology with everybody that I talk to, Alfie, but we are stuffing 10 pounds in a five-pound sack race weekend. <laughs> We've got more entertainment in store for our fans than I think we ever have before, and it's exciting. But, but yeah, you know, for years, Atlanta Motor Speedway was known for its infield party. And we kind of got away from that. And I wanted to make sure that as we think through 
every possible group of people that might come to Atlanta Motor Speedway, there is a big group of people that want to party. So I wanted to bring the party back to the infield at Atlanta Motor Speedway. We made the Peach Pit, which is an area inside Turn 3. It used to be a big hospitality village area, but booted the, uh, booted the white-collar guys out so that I could fit in the big party for our infield guests. We're going to have Back in Black playing a ACDC cover band playing on Saturday. We're going to have a mechanical bull, cornhole, massive fireworks show. So hopefully the fans that are going to be with us throughout the day on Saturday and throughout Saturday night will stick around and, and listen to a little Back in Black. It's going to be fun. Uh, looking forward to it. And in fact, Southern Race Week, we got our own uh, infield campsite. I'm going to bring my uh, an RV out there. It's going to be doing a ton of videos uh, while we're out there live streaming. A lot of the events are going to be going on there uh, Saturday night. So hopefully a lot of our Southern Race Week radio family will come by and hang out with us at our RV uh, setup that we'll have in the infield of uh, Atlanta Motor Speedway. And I know tickets are going fast, Brandon. Uh, you know, last year, I think a lot of people were curious of how the new car and the new kind of configuration and the changes you made to the track were going to look out. And I think they were very much impressed with the racing going on. As you mentioned in the March race, uh, a ton of lead changes, um, a close, tight racing. And then the July race, uh, a, a sweep by Atlanta drivers with Chase Elliott winning the July race last year. So uh, I'm sure a lot of people are, ex are expected to come out. Tickets are going fast. And tell our listeners about some of the great ticket packages you have available because one of the great things about going to a NASCAR event, especially at AMS, there's a ticket package and structure for every person. Yeah, absolutely. You know, it's one of those things that, again, is very important to me. I want to make sure that we have a price point for everybody that wants to come to Atlanta Motor Speedway. So whether you're a family of four or five or six or just you and your buddy want to come out to Atlanta Motor Speedway, we've got a price point for you. So Kids are free on Saturday at Atlanta Motor Speedway. Kids are only 10 bucks on Sunday, so cheaper than a matinee movie for the family, really. We've got family campgrounds. We've got kids' zones. So when we talk about the party on the infield, let's not overlook the aspects that we've taken care of to make sure families can have a good time as well. But one of the coolest packages we've got going right now is the Coca-Cola Corner. Coca-Cola Corner is just off of the Johnson Grandstand in Turn 1. It comes with a buffet, a meet-and-greet with a Coca-Cola driver, a lower Johnson grandstand seat, a track pass opportunity with that package. So that's a cool package that we got. We just sold out Club One, so Club One's not, not available. All of our hookup campsites are sold out. We've got plenty of infields. Well, I say plenty. We don't have a ton, but we've got some infield camping spots that are remaining. We've got camping starting on the outside for 75 bucks. so really do try to make sure that we've got price points that are are uh, really suitable for anybody. So go to atlantamotorspeedway.com. You can check out the different opportunities that we have. And I tell you, you will find something that, that meets your needs for sure. Speaking with Executive Vice President and General Manager of Atlanta Motor Speedway, Brandon Hutchinson, on this week's edition, our special Atlanta Motor Speedway edition of Southern Race Week Radio. And, Brandon, we celebrate the 75th anniversary of NASCAR this year, and I was reading somewhere where you guys are going to be doing something very special to celebrate the 75th anniversary of NASCAR. Can you tell the listeners about what you got planned to celebrate this great anniversary? Yeah, absolutely. But before I do, let's let's not... Uh, we would be remiss if we didn't go way back to 1948 when Big Bill France 
really had the idea um, with some racers to, to start this deal and look what it has grown into. Oh. After 75 years, the sport is as strong as it's ever been. We are, we're on a really, really good platform right now. And I'll tell you, as we look at the 75th anniversary of NASCAR, we tried to think about some of the most iconic races at Atlanta Motor Speedway in our storied history. And while there are many, we really honed in on the 1992 November championship race where you had Jeff Gordon starting for the first time in a cup car. You had Richard Petty taking his final ride. Uh, you had a really cool championship battle going on with Bill Elliott, Alan Kowicki, and we've, we've teamed up with, with Richard Petty, Bill Elliott, Jeff Gordon. They're all going to be here. They're all going to talk to our fans. We're going to have a meet and greet on the front stretch. We're even going to have Petty's uh, car in the bootleggers bar overlooking turn four. So that's going to be pretty cool for our fans. And again, just a way for us to celebrate 75 years of NASCAR. And we know our fans will enjoy it. And another great feature you have at the race weekend is the pre-race uh, concerts you have. Also, fans have an opportunity to purchase uh, passes to get down and not only check out the concerts, but also witness uh, the driver introduction. So tell us about some of the performers that will be per, uh, will be performing uh, during uh, pre-race coverage or pre-race activity leading up to the green flags. Yeah, absolutely. We've partnered with Parmalee to do our pre-race concert for the Ambitter Health 400. It's going to be a killer show. We've got a surprise or two baked in there as well that we haven't announced. So you'll want to get out here early you'll want to secure your track pass those start at 75 bucks but again if you don't get a track pass um, all of our seats have a great view of the front stretch so you'll be able to see the Parmalee concert and again Saturday night we've got back in black Saturday and Sunday we'll have acts on the fan stage so our fans will be able to see that but then the, the, the headliner for the entire weekend is Parmalee and we know our fans will like that as well. And you check out all the schedule, everything that's going to be going on at the track. Uh, AtlantaMotorSpeedway.com is the website. You can also uh, purchase your tickets there. And if you want to get a hold of somebody, that's 877-9-AMX-TIX. That's 877-9-AMS-T-I-X. And uh, make sure you secure those tickets and those uh, parking passes and also uh, campground sites. As Brandon mentioned, those are going to be going on uh, fast as well. And also, uh, Grand Marshal. Who, who's going to be the Grand Marshal with this uh, year's event, sir? You know, we have got a few. We've got a co-grand marshal, so um, two-time national champion Georgia Bulldogs are going to be out here. We've got four of them that are going to be here. It's going to be fun. I even heard this morning we've got a bunch of Atlanta Falcons out here. I don't think we've announced it yet, but Grady Jarrett might be driving the pace car. have heard Warwick Dunn, the ex-Atlanta Falcon, is going to be here as well. Um, we got a bunch of superstars that are going to be a part of the race weekend you know if you can't be here we hope you'll tune in on fox but i'm telling you you're going to be missing out on a great weekend you know for the southern race week listeners they are in our backyard so what better opportunity to uh see a nascar race live in person on the new high banks at atlanta motor speedway as you said alfie 46 lead changes amongst 20 different drivers last year you are not going to see better racing on the NASCAR circuit all year long. And I can promise you, as storied as our history has, as monumental as some of our finishes have been, the racing we saw in 2022 at Atlanta Motor Speedway has never been better.
Oh, no doubt about it. And also, the mileage has been decreased. It's going from 500 to 400 miles. So, uh, uh, opportunity, uh, you know, it's going to be a little bit more exciting. We'll have 100 less miles to have to deal with. So, these drivers are definitely going to make sure they're up in the front uh, to make sure they get that victory checkered flag and get themselves into a victory lane. Um, as always, Mr. Hutchinson, we always appreciate the time when you join us here on Southern Race Week Radio. So, you're a great friend of the show. Uh, looking forward to seeing you down at AMS for a race weekend, as many of our listeners and fans will be. We'll be doing a lot of streaming videos, pictures, so check out our social media platforms on Facebook and Twitter. By the time we know it, we'll be back there in July for the Quaker State 400 night race weekend. Alfie, thank you so much for your time. And, yes, that's a good thing to point out. July is going to be a night race. It's going to be a lot of fun. But we hope you'll come and join us for St. Patrick's Day weekend next weekend, March 17th through the 19th for the Am Better Health 400 race weekend. It's going to be a big time. We're excited about it. This is Larry McReynolds of NASCAR on Fox, and you're listening to Southern Race Week. All right. Welcome back to this special Atlanta Motor Speedway edition of Southern Race Week Radio for you here along the far-flung Southern Race Week Radio Network at Southie as we're just a week away from NASCAR Nation returning to the Atlanta Motor Speedway, the And Better Health 400, covering the action with the Performance Racing Network. Ladies and gentlemen, let's welcome in a turn announcer. Also has done some play-by-play with Doug Rice up in the booth as well. Ladies and gentlemen, let's welcome in Mr. Doug Turnbull. Oh, Mr. Turnbull doing great, my man. Counting down the hours, minutes, and seconds till we uh, meet up again at Atlanta Motor Speedway for our annual visit in March for the Am Better Health 400 race weekend. You'll be out there with the, the great crew of the Performance Racing Network delivering all the action on Sirius XM Radio as well. So, uh, you know what, Doug? You and I have been to Atlanta Motor Speedway numerous times before we started working in the business and in the industry. And uh, last year was probably some of the most exciting racing I've seen at AMS in quite some time with the the March race and the July race as well. And as we get set for year two of the new car, which is not really new anymore, and also a new track, which isn't really new anymore, what are your expectations? Do you think we'll see some of the same racing we saw last March uh, this year, or do you think things could be a, a little bit different? Well, the, you know, there was some talk. Is the drivers, of course, were against it becoming a super speedway package and all that kind of stuff. So there was some talk last year that the super speedway dynamics would, as the track wore in, start to you know cease to exist or start to you know start to break up a little bit. I that you're not going to see that a year or two. If that indeed does happen on down the line, that ain't happened in a year or two. I think that track is going to be just as gripped up. The bank is going to add the same speed in both lanes, and the cars are going to stay bunched together. The one difficulty is, and this is true even on the wider super speedway tracks, Daytona and Talladega, is the cars have so much drag that when you pull out a line, uh, Denny Hamlin was saying that you really need five, six, seven people to get a third line going. You can't just do it with two cars, even if you have a really trimmed out and good car. So uh, that that it, it made it last year to where a lot of times they were glued down into two lanes, and while the, and there were a lot of lead changes and big blocks and, and close tight racing. A lot of times, if you were in seventh place, it was hard to squirrel your way up to the front. So I think that's going to be something to watch: is how cold is the track, how grouped up is it, and 
can these drivers get a third line going or just at least toil the soil or till the soil through the pack? Now, one of the big stories coming out of this race weekend will be that uh, Chase Elliott will not be participating. For our listeners out there, I know he won't be at Atlanta. How extended could this uh, injury be for him where he won't be in the number nine Chevrolet? Well, for sure. And I don't have any different sources than anybody that reads up on the sport. I've just been following it like everybody else. But he's fractured his tibia uh, the Friday night before the Las Vegas race, snowboarding accident. When you heard as the details emerged that there was a three-hour surgery on Friday night, it wasn't, oh, crap, I banged my leg. Let me go put a cast on it. It was three-hour surgery. And that leads you to believe that it's going to be more than just a couple of races. Immediately, I thought, man, what a blow for Atlanta Motor Speedway having their number one draw not be in the race. And so I, I, it looks like six weeks minimum is what they're talking about, six weeks minimum. Josh Berry is going to do all the oval races. Jordan Taylor is going to have the wheel at Circuit of the Americas the week after Atlanta Motor Speedway. So that at least six weeks what we're talking about. NASCAR almost certainly will grant him a playoff waiver. Speaking with Doug Turnbull here, the Performance Racing Network, on the special Atlanta Motor Speedway edition of Southern Race Week Radio as we get set and preview the Am Better Health 400 uh, race weekend. And touching on the uh, Chase Elliott situation, as I've been listening to a lot of uh, serious NASCAR Channel 90 and hearing a lot of the fans and a lot of the debate going on whether, you know what, should Chase have been out there snowboarding uh, during the season. Uh, what are your thoughts on that? What are your opinions of, of Chase Elliott snowboarding in the season and now getting hurt and missing a handful of races. I mean, the deal is, is he could have been snowboarding in January and still miss the Daytona 500 if it's a six week injury. Right. I mean, I don't know. Yeah. I, the off season is so short. If you were going to go off of the timeline of don't do things that can jeopardize your racing season, that could be any time of the year. You know, I mean, it's, I, so it, it's hard to know where to draw the line when you literally have people that put their bodies on the line for a living. So, there is a difference between snowboarding and tripping while you're walking down the sidewalk or the stairs doing everyday activities. I don't think it's going to go very far trying to limit drivers from, say, snowboarding or mountain biking, which a lot of them have done over the years, because a lot of them also race on the side, too. And, in fact, anything, if we want the sport to grow, we need more of our drivers doing things on more local levels to draw people in from the grassroots and to bolster the grassroots racing. So if we're going to... Chase Elliott could have broken his leg crashing late model, too. He's already tried midgets at the Chili Bowl, and he's run rally cars. He's done all this different stuff. The one he got hurt doing was something he's actually more experienced at than doing dirt cars. He's been snowboarding since he was a kid. So I don't, And he flies his plane to and from the track. Don't think that, that doesn't have any risk either. I mean, so I think that we're going to start splitting hairs if we talk about which activities you can and can't do. All that to say... It, it, I feel like it would be treated differently in a different sport. When Ron Gant, you remember this from oh, yeah. when we were kids, Alfie, Ron Gant broke his leg riding a motorcycle, and I don't I don't know if that voided his contract with the Braves, but I think it ended his playing days in Atlanta. So, I mean, that you know, in other sports it can be frowned upon, but they also have other uh, you know other limits. These guys drive for a living, and you know, can get banged up quickly. Lance Stroll just finished what six of Bahrain F one. Broken wrist from a biking training bike accident. Now Chase Elliott, I'm sure a lot of, a lot of people looked at Chase as one of the favorites for this race since he did win the race back in July. Now with Chase not in the field, who are some for you uh, some of the front runners that you could see be up in front and uh, possibly get that checkered flag and then drive themselves into victory lane? 
I think track position is going to be big, and you're going to see a lot of teams do no and zero and two tire stops to be able to maintain because you don't want to get mired mid pack, especially on that last pit stop of the race, uh, unless you, you know, unless you need a bunch of extra fuel if they have a long green flag run or something. But uh, I think look, William Byron, he won it in the spring, and that was a big breakout win last year. So you got to think that the Hendrick cars and their speed are going to flash teeth up front. Ricky Stenhouse Jr. was fast in this, and he won the Daytona 500. He was fast, I believe, in the March race. I would love to see somebody that isn't normally going to win on a downforce track have a day in Atlanta. That would just be, as a a selfish media person, that would be the thing I'd like to see. You know, Brad Keselowski or, you know, Chris Buescher or Austin Dillon or something like that. Well, Doug, we really appreciate you taking the time to join us this week here on uh, Southern Race Week Radio. You'll be part of the PRN crew that'll be covering the race action throughout the weekend. And also, you got your podcast as well. Why don't you tell our listeners uh, about your podcast and also how they can get uh, get in touch with you and follow along with you on social media. Well, a lot of the same places you can find this podcast right here and this radio show, Five to Go, Five to Go Racing Podcast with myself, Dan Elliott, and Devin Kupka. And you can find that on all the major podcasting platforms and instead of plugging social i want to say join us at nine o'clock sunday morning at atlanta motor speedway at the raceway ministries tent dan elliott is the guest of honor there and i'm doing the q a with him so two-thirds of the five to go crew will be on stage at the raceway ministries tent free breakfast nine o'clock sunday morning at the Better health 400 i'm kayla vincey from fox sports one and you're listening to southern race week <laughs> Hello, race fans, and welcome back to this edition of Southern Race Week. I am William Barber, a.k.a. WB, and I hope you are having a wonderful day. We have none other than NASCAR legend, the man, the myth, and the, the legend behind what has turned into be the legend series that has brought many of NASCAR drivers through the ranks. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome... Ken Reagan to the show. Ken, welcome back to Southern Race Week, sir. Hey, thanks a lot, William. We uh, we always enjoy coming on the show and talking a little bit about uh, Atlanta Motor Speedway and the Legends Car Program throughout Georgia. Another year has come and gone, and we're back to have more fun in 23 with racing our Legends and Bandolero cars. Well, I, you know, Ken, a uh, lot of people may know or you know new folks to the to the sport legends program has really been the launching pad for many 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 drivers because they i've always heard and 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 through experience of me driving them the myself if you can drive a legends car you can drive just about anything yeah yeah you're right um hoppy wheeler hit a grand slam when he designed that <clears throat> Legends car. You know, it's a short wheelbase car. It's over horsepower. It's got a lot of horsepower for the weight that, that, that you carry in 1,300 pounds. It's real pretty of all these teenagers racing at Daytona. <laughs> the person to blame it on is Humphrey Wheeler. He's the one that started it when they get these Legends cars at, at, at 12 years old. You know, by the time they're 18, I mean, they're ready to race a good training car. And a lot of our, our kids that have grown up and moved on, they'll come back occasionally, and and they'll tell me that, you know, a Legends car was the hardest race car I ever learned how to drive. Uh, if you master that Legends car, 
then the rest of it, as you think, goes on the other steps will will come with a, a lot of ease. So, you know, it's a neat car. It's um, a lot of fun. We have three or four tracks in Georgia from Lanier Speedway down to Cordell in Atlanta, a couple of different layouts in Atlanta, and the road course up in Dawsonville at AMP. Uh, we get to race on all those tracks each year, and uh, it gives our kids a chance to develop their skills. And, yeah, they move on. You know, one year ago at Atlanta Motor Speedway, NASCAR weekend, um, the truck winner, the Xfinity winner, and the cup winner was all three graduates from our Legends program, uh, Corey Hine, Austin Hill, and Chase Elliott. So, you know, what a day that was for us. Uh, at Atlanta Motor Speedway to have three of our young kids grow up and come back, and all three of them win the, the cheering series of NASCAR on the same weekend. Well, if you're just showing us here, we have uh, Ken Reagan on the old Food Depot hotline here on Southern Race Week. And, uh, Ken, you know, Atlanta Motor Speedway kicking off their uh, March race on St. Patty's Day weekend. And uh, I know that you and the entire Legends program team are all excited. Um, what can we look forward to uh, for a race weekend from from the Legends program? Well, it's a big weekend plan. You know, NASCAR runs all three of their series. Uh, there'll be practice and qualifying for trucks and Xfinity on Friday, and immediately after the Xfinity qualifying, which should be about six thirty in the afternoon. The Legends cars will take to the track with a, a round of practice and qualifying and, and, and then feature events. And even during that time frame that we're racing 6.30 to 8.30, um, there's a, a big pit party going on. Atlanta Motor Speedway has got a lot of activities planned for the weekend. Uh, fireworks show, concert, multiple bands. There's a lot happening. And um, to top it all off, you know, the truck's, having an event on Saturday and the Xfinity cars also Saturday afternoon. And then the cup cars run on Sunday. Well, listen, uh, Ken, I, I just want you to know that, uh, you and David and your family, I have truly valued, uh, your friendship for all these years. Cause I mean, I think it's been about 20 years that we've, we've known each other through all the, all the different stuff that we've been through and everything else. So, um, from when David was a kid and he was my first interview when I started a, a TV state or TV show called Southern race week. Um, and I want to thank you for, for giving us the time and giving us an opportunity to talk with you. You are a legend and you are uh, a, a great valued asset to continuing the program and continuing the, the legacy of NASCAR. So thank you so much for your time today. Well, you're quite welcome, uh, William. You call on me anytime. I'll be glad to come on your show and hope to see you out here next weekend at Atlanta Motor Speedway. Oh, you'll probably see me out there tomorrow. I might be just driving my, my car around the track, my car around the track, just, you know, for for kicks and giggles. <laughs> I mean, just because Brandon. Hey, be careful. I know Brandon sent out a notice yesterday, and he said, hey, you guys limit getting on the big track. We're out there 
trying to spruce it up, putting down, I forget how many hundreds of gallons of paint, you know, painting the walls and painting the grass and, and, uh, put, putting lines on the, on, on the racetrack. It really looks nice. I noticed it when I left yesterday afternoon, we're getting it ready for all the fans to come out. And, uh, you know, that, that tone was kind of set in place with Ed Clark back in the, in the nineties when Mr. Bruton and, Humpy sent it down to Atlanta after Mr. Bruton and Speedway Motorsports had bought the track. It's been a beautiful facility and um, ground keepers and operations guys have worked hard. I, I know they've been spraying buildings and painting everything, and, and, and uh, it really got the place looking good. So we're ready for the fans to show up. They'll like what they see when they get there. And I don't think the racers will disappoint by any means. So, uh, we certainly hope that uh, everybody will make a trip out to Atlanta next weekend and, and pay us a visit. Hey, this is Mike Bagley of Motor Racing Network and Sirius XM NASCAR Radio. You, my friends, are listening to Southern Race Week. All right, welcome back to this brand new week's edition of Southern Race Week Radio for you here along the far-flung Southern Race Week Radio Network at South as we wrap up this special Atlanta Motor Speedway edition of Southern Race Week Radio for you here as we get set next weekend for the Ann Better Health 400 Race Weekend at Southern Race Week Radio's home track of Atlanta Motor Speedway. And tickets are still available as well as campground sites. And jump on those quickly before they are all gone over at Atlanta Motor Speedway. Dot com, the website where you can obtain information on how to purchase your tickets, campground sites, and if you have a question, more than likely you will find the answer there on the website. And also don't forget about the Atlanta Motor Speedway app, which you can download to your smartphone, your Apple or Android, so you can keep up with all the activity and action that's going to be going on at AMS next weekend. Also, Southern Race Week Radio, we've got our own RV in the infield of Atlanta Motor Speedway. That's right, so you can come by and Hang out with us. We're going to be providing a lot of great live streaming pictures and videos throughout the weekend next weekend at M Better Health 400 Race Weekend. So please check out our Facebook page, which you can follow at uh, Southern Race Week, uh, uh, Facebook.com slash Southern Race Week, or follow us on Twitter at SRW Radio. And don't forget, you also have an opportunity to win tickets for Race Weekend. Just head over to our Facebook page or follow us on Twitter. And we'll give you the information and details of how you can enter to win a family pack of tickets of two to check out the Saturday and Sunday action. And then one of those winners will be upgraded to a suite on Sunday and also will be given a pit road press uh, pre-race pit passes uh, for Sunday's action at AMS. So uh, we got a lot of tickets to give away. So make sure you check out our Facebook page and our Twitter page for all the details and information. And that's going to do it for us this week here on the special AMS edition of Southern Race Week Radio. Thanks to our great guests, Brandon Hutchinson, Doug Turnbull, as well as Ken Reagan. Enjoy the rest of your weekend. We'll catch up with you next week in an all-new week's edition of Southern Race Week Radio for you here along the far-flung Southern Race Week Radio Network. 